Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is May 21st, 2023, and this is episode number 27. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. Um, if you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X 26, as I post content daily and send me a message whenever you'd like. If you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, welcome in. Welcome to another podcast. I appreciate you guys for listening. The numbers continue to go up. We keep breaking records each show, and that's because of you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> when I was doing the intro, so when, I, when I'm doing the show, I'm doing the intro, and I got a notification pop up. And we're, I, I mean, this just happened. I kid you not, hit the record button. It says Dodgers Muncie, Max Muncie, Cardinals catchers were bullied or Cardinals catchers, excuse me, bullied the umpires for favorable calls. I'm going to read this report here in a second. Um, wow, that's crazy. Give me a break. Um, anyway, so here we are. Hey, it's an exciting time for the St. Louis Cardinals fans right now. The Cardinals are on fire. They're winning series after series. They're winning opener after opener. They're taking three or two, three or four from the Dodgers, taking two or three from the Brewers, doing everything they need to do to dig themselves out of the grave that they put themselves into, right? But here they are now, and they're heating up. Uh, I'm actually going live. It's it's 6.06 Eastern time at 7.06 or 7, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going live on BetQL Live. I'm going to talk to St. Louis Cardinals. They invited me on the show. I'm excited for that. Um, so I guess that would be 6 p.m. Uh, Central time. I'll probably post a recording of that somewhere, hopefully, whether it's Twitter or, you know, uh, I know they're going to post it. I'll repost it, do something like that. So I'm excited for that. Uh, you know, when I record this show, um, I'm sure you guys figured, you know, when you record this show, I, if I mess up seven times, right, I, I could record in an eighth. Now, obviously, you don't want to do that. I don't, I'd say six out of 10 times I record this show, it goes right the first time. Today, not, not so much. Like, uh, I, I normally can memorize my intro, but today I didn't. So, you know, for instance, I, like, I'm, I'm halfway through the intro and I mess up and I just like cringe. I get so mad. So I have to, you know, delete the episode and restart and do all the settings. So it is a little frustrating when that happens. But anyway, when you go when you go live like I am with BetQL talking Cardinals baseball and preview a little bit of Sunday night baseball, um, you know you get one chance, right? Like uh, a little more nerve wracking to do that. So I'm excited for that. I'm glad they got me on their show. Go follow them on social media, BetQL, and uh, just want to give them a shout out and I appreciate them for the invite. Um, but anyway, here we are. Let's get into the state of the Cardinals. Let's get into some of the big performers right now. Let's get into one of the heroes that the Cardinals. I put up a tweet. I said, here's, you know, who would have thought this is the hero the Cardinals need? And obviously I'm, um, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but Oscar Mercado, we'll talk a little, talk a little bit about him and his journey in the MLB and, and just what he's meant to this Cardinals team so far and providing some good energy and some good at bats and some good defense. Um, but the state of the Cardinals, I'm going to get back to this report. Let me, uh, since this just happened doing this on the fly, let me screenshot that. And, uh, there we go. Okay, so let's take a look at the state of the Cardinals. Well, right now, the St. Louis Cardinals, I think there's just up, they don't know if they're 22 and 27 or 21 and 27. I'm not exactly sure. But anyway, the St. Louis Cardinals just beat the Dodgers three out of four. Uh, that places them four and a half games back of the Milwaukee Brewers. 
And the title of this episode today is the Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. The Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. I truly believe that with everything in me. Let's 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 continue. So, Cardinals in the wild card. Um, they are four games back of the wild card. If, if that has an updated record, it might be three and a half. Regardless, the Cardinals are in striking distance of both of these. And what's crazy is generally when you talk about the wild card standings, historically, you know, if you're four or five games back of your division, generally you're either in the wild card picture or you're just, you know, floating around that one to two game range back. But I'm just going to be honest. The St. Louis Cardinals play in a weak division. Okay. The Cardinals play in the weak division and the Milwaukee Brewers left the door open for the Cardinals. Simple as that. And the Pirates. But the Pirates, you know, no one honestly expected to pirate the Pirates to do what they're doing. So when you look around the National League, let's take a look at the standings, right? Like you got the Braves, they are 29 and 17. Uh, the Dodgers are 29 and 19. You go to the American League, the Tampa Bay Rays are 34 wins, the Orioles 31, the Yankees 29, the Red Sox six games above 500, the Blue Jays three games above 500. That 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 is just an incredible division. Um, the AL Central is always weak. Generally, the weakest divisions are, you know, the AL Central and the NL Central the last few years. In the AL West, you know, you got three teams above 500. So the Cardinals division, the Brewers are 25 and 21, and then you have the Pirates 24 and 22 floating around 500. So what I'm getting at is I truly believe the Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. The league, NL Central as a league, should have taken advantage of the St. Louis Cardinals, um, you know, for having this awful start, having the worst record in baseball, you would have thought, hey, they would have taken advantage of that and got the Cardinals, and they did kind of. I mean, at one point, the Cardinals were like nine and a half, ten games back, but, you know, here the Cardinals are just like that, uh, sneaking their way up there. So with the Cardinals being four and a half games back out of first place in the NL Central, that's nothing. At this point, the Cardinals have dug themselves officially probably three-fourths, right? Three-fourths, maybe half of the way out of the grave. They dug themselves at one point, nine and a half back, and just like that, we're in the middle of May. So a little bit, you know, back half of May. So that's the state of the Cardinals right now. Um, they're looking phenomenal. They are in they are in the midst of let's take a look at this. This is this is crazy. The Cardinals have played a baseball game. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen days straight. 19 days straight, this club has to play a, a baseball game. That's unheard of. That's insane. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw the Cardinals play 19 games straight. But it's working out for them well right now. Um, you know, taking three or four from uh, the Dodgers is huge, right? Getting a split is, 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 you know, generally okay with the Dodgers, right? You don't want to lose ground against uh, – you're, you're not always trying to just win. You know, you would love to win three or four from the Dodgers, but you understand what I'm saying. If you, if you, you know, you split with the Dodgers in a four-game set, that's okay. Move on, take advantage of the Reds, who they play next. But the Cardinals taking three or four at home is what they should do, right? Like, them playing in Bush Stadium, if this is how we expect the Cardinals to play. What they did versus the Brewers. You know, beat those guys 18-1 to on Monday earlier in the week, you know? And then they they lost a heartbreaker three to two to the Brewers, where the umpire completely screwed them. And you know, I I don't want to hear Max Muncy talking about getting bullied in the th uh, you know, you know, umpires giving us you know calls. Give me a break. You watch that game against the Brewers earlier in the week. I mean, it was just pitiful, bases loaded situation, and just completely takes the bat out of Brendan Donovan's hands, who has single handedly been screwed more than any player in the MLB so far this season when it comes to bad umpiring. Um, but anyway, 
Back on track here. The Cardinals taking two or three from the Brewers like that as home is what you want to do in Bush Stadium. You know, taking three or four from the Dodgers is what you want to do, right? That's how you not only make up ground, but that's how you really you take advantage of, you know, if you beat good teams like this, everything else is going to play out for you. So let's talk about let's talk about Paul DeYoung one second. Paul DeYoung today, uh, let's see, he went two for three. And he, he had a home run. It was a laser shot. It was 105.3 exit velocity for Paul DeYoung. Uh, has, four, has four RBIs right there. And that brings his average up to 282 this season. Um, let's see if I can get his OPS here. Yep, OPS is at 954, man. <laughs> you have to be so happy for this guy, Paul DeYoung, right? Because, uh, excuse me, got to take a sip of water. That's always important, right? Um. You just got to be happy for this guy, Paul DeYoung. I talked about him on the last show. I'll put up some tweets. You know, he's a pro's pro, right? You know what that means. A pro's pro. You got professionals, and then you got the professionals, you know, of the professionals, the ones that regardless of what happens, regardless if they've been drugged through the mud, regardless if they went through bad stretches, they put their head down and they work. And that's exactly what Paul DeYoung has done. I have bashed Paul DeYoung. I mean, I've defended him a long time, but obviously we got to the point early in the season. You go back and listen to some of my shows. I'm like, look, you know, Paul DeYoung, He's got more opportunities than he wants, and it's kind of a lost cause at this point. And he proved us wrong, and that's exactly what you want when you when you cover a guy like this, right? Like somebody that's been struggling, it's been tough on him year after year, but the guy, he's just went to work, and he's done his thing, and Paul DeYoung is just playing phenomenal right now uh, with uh, with uh, seven home runs, right? And, you know, he's had these seven home runs and, you know, 78 at-bats, right? Let's put that into perspective. Somebody like Paul Goldschmidt, has seven home runs and 181 at-bats. So, theoretically, if Paul DeYoung had the same amount of at-bats right now as Paul Goldschmidt, you know, he would have 14 home runs, which is just incredible. Um, Let's talk about Nolan Gorman, man. This guy, Nolan Gorman's had 139 at-bats. He is batting over 300. The only guy on the roster right now batting over 300. He is slugging 640. His OPS is 1.03 run. Unheard of. Unheard of. <laughs> I said, I said on the last show, you got a guy like, you know, right now you have Nolan Gorming producing in between, you know, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, depending where he's batting each day. But this is a guy who's producing right now, but he's also setting a foundation to be your, you know, three hitter, four hitter for the for the foreseeable future, right? And it's exciting to see, man, this is a type of production we need from a guy that's been in-house that got drafted by the Cardinals, right? Nolan Arnado was not drafted by the Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt was not drafted by the Cardinals. You know, we, we've had a hard time of developing all-stars, right? Like uh, Ronald Acuna for the Braves, all-star. Uh, Ozzy Albies, all-star. You know, Dansby Swanson, he was. Of course, he's gone now to the Cubs, but you understand what I'm saying? It's good to see the Cardinals produce a guy like Nolan Gorman. I'm not saying Nolan Gorman's going to be an all-star, but if he keeps this up, I truly believe he will be, right? So, <clears throat> Anyways, good to see Nolan Gorman do that. Nolan Arenado, what about him, man? See, we when we talk about the Cardinals, when I talk about the Cardinals, it was always, and we said this, when the Cardinals were going through that bad stretch, they were like 10 and 24 at the worst point. You know, you had, you had, the, the, the recipe for this team to win was you just have to out-hit teams. The, the pitching staff just has to be, you know, around 15 to 16 in the MLB, right? Middle of the pack, that's what we need. And when they give you that and the Cardinals offense can out hit everyone, that, that's the way it works. You know, Nolan Arnauto drives the bus and Paul Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt will always drive the bus to where this team goes offensively, right? And we've seen that. 
Nolan Arnauto hit, what, five home runs in five straight games, right? You know, it was crazy. Dude's OPS was was really low. It was in the 500s. And you look, look, in a week and a half later, he's floating around 800 OPS, right? His average is up to 278. It's just incredible how quick a guy like him can turn it around. And, you know, we talk, I talk about Paul DeYoung being a pro's pro, right? If if Paul DeYoung's a pro's pro, then Nolan Arnauto is just the cream of the crop when it comes to that. Um, But, man, it's just, it's just how we... You know, as a team, you draw it up, right? Uh, how the Cardinals came into the offseason is they understood that the pitching staff just needs to be average. Now, they probably tell you that they got a higher than average pitching staff, and they just simply don't. Let's see if I can get a – let's see if I can see where the Cardinals pitching is as a, as a team. Pitching. There it is. So the St. Louis Cardinals pitching is 17th in the MLB. That's, that's okay for the most part. Now, I think it's going to go higher, but – you know, if they float around the 15th to the 17th best pitching staff in the MLB and the offense can carry, now, is it going to produce a World Series? Probably not, but um, we'll see what they can do at the trade deadline. But like we've said, that's what the Cardinals need. And uh, let's take a look at, you know, starting pitching right now. The Cardinals are in a spot where starting pitching, you know, with, with a 17, you know, straight game stretch, 17, 18, 19, whatever it is, Cardinals having games in a row. You have to have, your starting pitchers give you innings, right? Like there's no option around. Anybody that knows baseball, like you have to have your starting pitchers give you innings. So let's take a look at the ERAs of our staff right now. Jack Flaherty today, I don't think he quite got through five. I think he was able to get through four and a third, four and two thirds. It's just, eh. but Jack Flaherty's ERA is 5.29. Um, Jordan Montgomery, 4.21. Steven Matz, man, mm-mm-mm. he is 5.05 ERA. His win-loss record is 0-5. Uh, Miles Michaelis, two and one. He's had some good starts lately, 4.77, and uh, so on and so forth. So, you know, there's nothing on this stat sheet that I mentioned that's gonna that's gonna blow you away. Um, Jordan Montgomery's looked fine, and I think the starting pitching does look like they're turning some form of a corner. Um, you know, Miles Michaelis has eaten up most of the innings for the team, 54.2. But you know, when you look at this starting pitching staff, you just have to have them. Get through five or six. That's just what you have. You have to. It's just it has to happen. I understand it's not always going to be that way, but you just cannot rely on the Cardinals, you know, bullpen to ha- handle all these innings in such a long stretch for the team. Um, let's see here. What else? Let's take a look at the bullpen. Uh, Jordan Hicks is turning around uh, for the most part. He, he's still, you know, he's still struggling throwing strikes. Let's see, nineteen point two innings pitched, seventeen walks. It's just. It's not ideal. Yeah, he's had a good turnaround. Things are going better for him. Um, but for the most part, our bullpen, I would say, has pitched above average. Like Drew, Drew Verhagen today looked fantastic. He, he did a great job. His ERA is 3.6. So if you're, if you're a, a reliever and your ERA is 3.6, that is really well. That, that plays, that's a very strong ERA um, uh, for a relief pitcher. So anyway, what do the Cardinals have coming up? Because i got to give myself a little bit of time here to prepare for this next uh, next show. So the Cardinals next couple of days look like they are heading to Cincinnati back on a road trip here. They play three or excuse me. They play four in Cincinnati. Um, each of those sets to start at 6:40 PM central time. Um, and then they will head to Cleveland and they will play three this weekend in Cleveland. So they are hitting the two teams in Ohio and then they'll head home for literally a quick two games against the Royals. I swear every year it feels like a Cardinals play a two game series, with the Royals. And then, uh, yep, it looks like they will then head to Pittsburgh in early June. So, anyway, Cardinals look good right now. Um, 
like I said, they've dug themselves out of a grave, and they look to be the team to beat in the NL Central, regardless of them still being four and a half games back, which is really nothing. That's just tell you what, the Brewers have a bad week and the Cardinals have a good week. You know, the Cardinals could be <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals could be right there around first place, even with a under five hundred record. And you know the way I always talk about sports. If you just get yourself into the bracket, you never know what's gonna happen. So uh, I'm sure the team's going to reevaluate come spring, or excuse me, come uh, trade deadline in July. But that's where the Cardinals are at right now. Anyway, I'm going to hop out of here, give myself a little bit of time to prepare for this. Uh, it's been good, man. We're having fun with our team right now. Like I said, I do believe the Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. The way they are playing, things are finally coming together. The team's having fun. Um, oh, yeah, last thing. Shout out to Oscar Mercado, man. I forgot to mention him. He's been phenomenal. The dude's batting like 600 right now. <laughs> Obviously, it's just limited time, but he's just been phenomenal. Every time he's got an opportunity to play in the outfield, his defense is great. Uh, it's a guy that's 28 years old. I believe he was drafted by us, and he was, and then he was then traded to, I don't want to get this wrong, but I think it was Cleveland. He had a stint with Cleveland and maybe a stint with Philadelphia. It didn't work out. His average is around 200, and then he was a free agent. The Cardinals pick him up, and the guy's provided. That's what you want from a guy, to get an opportunity, because Dylan Carlson's hurt, who's set to come back uh, soon, I think. Within the next few days, and Tyler O'Neill, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what you do with Tyler O'Neill. I think he's going to end up being a trade piece. That's something else for another show. But anyway, shout out to Oscar Mercado. Good to see him getting good quality playing time and uh, really bringing some energy to this team. So anyway, I'm, I'm out of here. As always, my name is Braxton Weather. This is the Believe in Cardinals podcast. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend and go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.